0: Hey friends, welcome to the Sunday Morning Snuggle. My name is Beck. I'm a clinical psychologist, registrar, and a Christian. My favourite thing in the whole world is stories. So I love, I love books, I love interviewing, I love learning how people got from A to B, even if on the outside of it, it looks ridiculous. I love all the nitty gritty. And so the internet just makes me tired right now. Join me as we chat to local Christian women about their joys and their struggles, how they came to trust in Christ and what they have learned through suffering. Today we have Tabitha the with us. And I'm so excited to introduce her to you. All right. So Tabs, tell me what does a typical week look like for you and what things make up your week? Hubby works. He's a builder. I do the oh.
1: books. And and then I homeschool our four children. And yeah, housekeeping. All the usual duties.
0: <laughs> oh wow
1: and this week my casual contract with work starts again so I'll be I've just had a year off from nursing so in ICU and I'll
0: be going back casually
1: I think that'll work really well
0: yeah and what type of nursing do you do
1: I'm an ICU nurse
0: does that take a lot of extra
1: training it did take a few extra courses to do but I did them all on on the job at the time they were desperate for critical care nurses so I did a six-week upskill course and just yeah, jumped right in.
0: Nice. Yeah. Like what what do you like about
1: it? I just love I love people. I've always loved the hands-on aspect, being able to being able to be a part of someone's journey when they're in their most vulnerable. Being a part of their family's journey too. It's changed over the years. I think initially I just really loved the care of a patient. I love being able to giving them a wash for the first time. Most of my patients are unconscious, so if you're doing those things that they wouldn't even, I think if I was in that in the way, I would really like someone to brush my teeth, <laughs> and I'd be able to wake up with uh, you know just the basics and them done really well.
0: It's really beautiful, yeah. You're like you wake up and you're like so knowing that someone has really cared for you. Yeah, like has made yeah. And obviously, we get to play with a lot of cool machines. We get to use ventilators, renal replacement therapy around with bits of the body and And I suppose like you would always be like looking after little babies in that like you are also really looking after the fam. yeah yeah like they might yes the person who's unconscious won't remember it but the people who love them well
1: yeah and I think when the family comes in and they see you cleaning under their fingernails or putting a a warm sheet on them or covering them up because they're exposed or being discreet and, and giving them dignity, even though they're not even conscious,
0: I think that, that really means a lot. It's really beautiful. <laughs> so tell me, what are a few of your favourite books, TV shows or podcasts recently?
1: I've just finished a book by Nancy Turner. It's The Diary of Sarah Agnes Pride. The Pioneering Family. I think it's looking back, seeing a lot of inspiration from things that have gone before me that still affect us every day. And just seeing how times have changed and it gives me a lot of gratitude, I think, the day-to-day stuff that gets done. It's always been done and mm. it's just how attitudes and, I don't know, your response to those things. It's been
0: really interesting reading that. Yeah. so kind of like looking at like how people cope and how they're resilient. Yeah, yeah. People respond to hardship. How I respond to hardship, I guess it gets me
1: thinking. Like, how am I, how am I approaching every day? And but yeah, not a lot has changed in terms of the grind. You know, like you're
0: yeah. still got to make dinner.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of Waymaker, which I've never even heard of. That. Written by Anne Voskamp, author, mum of seven. Yeah, always been a bit of a farmer's wife. Uh, she has been very inspirational in terms of her attitude of gratitude and how she lives that out and this book her first book was called a thousand gifts and then this second book is is really about what your expectations are on life and how you're able to change those adapt those um, in a way that allows you to live your best life and in terms of not missing such like all the precious moments along the way even though there's obviously hardships and grief and struggles she lost her sister she watched her sister get run over on their driveway by her dad when she was I think she was a young girl herself oh and
0: um yeah her journey through that and then through her marriage yeah, so you're really pulling out like that gratitude and resilience. Like, how do people cope with hard things? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because, like, it's a lot on that. But like, you. I just very don't. Busy.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to miss all the moments. And I feel like gratitude is the key. Yeah. Of not missing life's precious moments amongst
0: the hardships. Yeah. Do you have like any things that you do on the daily that help you? Yeah, so um, I have a journal. And
1: I attempt to write ten things I'm grateful for every day, trying to get to a thousand. And I'm at nine hundred and sixty. Hey, yes, yeah, it's, it's a long time in the running, actually, and it's a really nice way to even record special moments, Yay. beautiful things, like even just raindrops on your window. Like one time, I got I found myself getting really frustrated with one of my children just constantly tapping my knee under the high chair, like I was feeding them. Yeah, and then I wrote in my journal. That I was grateful to have this little foot tapping on my knee, and in that moment, and I think this is what Anne Voskamp is getting at. In that moment, it's like you've changed your angle of looking at something. So Mm. all of a sudden, it was it was annoying in one moment, but then the next, you're like, actually, I'm going to be grateful for it because tomorrow it might not happen. I will regret not
0: being grateful for that that little precious foot. You know, it's how you choose to see a moment. No, it is. Like I have done similar, like trying to yep. write down things that I'm grateful for. Yep. But like it's really interesting science about like how your brain actually changes. Like it's the process of looking for it. You're like yeah. there, there are good things if you look for them and if you only focus on yeah. the bad, like you'll see them, but it's easy to roll downhill.
1: Yeah, and so often we complain about stuff or I've been told so many times by mums who've got grown children, don't wish these years away, enjoy every moment. And I'm like, yeah, but how? <laughs> Every mother who ever heard that said, yeah, but it's, it's so easy to say. In hindsight, no, 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 no. no, there has to be a way to enjoy these moments and treasure them even though it's so fatiguing and so demanding and so yeah. hard and it's so mundane, like you're doing the same things. Over again, and
0: over again, you're like, I'm vacuuming again, I'm doing the dishes again.
1: <laughs> How do I find joy in that? And that has been a key.
0: Yeah, so, I feel like that's profound. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'm
1: so grateful for the people who have said that to me and then to have like God's just brought so many amazing resources into my life and that I felt like that book, A Thousand Gifts by Anne Voskamp, was a game changer. Yeah, yeah massive. Read that. Yeah, and to look back on the journal and go, oh, I didn't wish those years away. Like I, I treasured them. Like I Even was though it was resentful. hard yeah. and I still felt the pain and I still was so tired some days and I still felt like I wanted to give up or bang my head against the wall. But I've jotted down these things every day and it becomes, so that's a discipline part of it. Like mm. you,
0: you go, okay, I'm going to write it down, 10 things every day. Like I'm, I'm not just, naturally going to feel it, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to do these things so that I feel this way.
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just becomes a habit, like a, a just a thought, like a way that you think. All of a sudden it's not just you have to force yourself to write it down. It's like you've put on new glasses
0: and you're seeing the world from a different Yeah, like your brain's made those new connections and now you have like a highway in your brain yeah. rather than like a little path up a hill where yeah, you're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brain's like, oh, you're yeah. yeah, for things for breakfast. Game changer. Yeah. Yeah, but like and it's not wishing the past away or no. like not acknowledging the hard because you're like, yeah, yeah it is really hard but yeah. so. There are good things to see if I have the eyes to see them.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're not you, and it's there's this amazing. This it's just a paragraph, and I wrote it in my. uh, I call it my toad and place book. I just write things that are so inspiring, and I wrote it down. And one of the things is that it's a fight for joy, and yeah, you don't want anything in this world to steal your your joy. And I think the Bible talks about this in terms of rest and peace and finding that rest and peace in life. And quite often I've struggled with that. Like, you know, that verse that says, I think it's in 1 Peter, like, take my yoke and um, I'll give you rest. My burden is light.
0: Mm. You just
1: think, no, this is not right. I don't find this. <laughs> this Christian life is really, it's super, really green. hard. Talking about, I like What do you mean? I
0: just right. want to do what I want to do and it will make it's a hard. Every
1: day is so hard and then I thought oh that's that's what it is it's in your core at your very foundation you just know that there is this peace that goes beyond anything that this world can give you and it's mm. knowing that this is not your home you're destined for somewhere else yeah and i think that's that's what i'm i'm actually just just playing with that idea and really
0: right? like even just the concept of like because I'm thinking about rest but I love the way you're talking about the way you've been thinking about joy is the way I've been thinking about rest where you're like it doesn't just happen you're like okay well I need to have a plan like okay if I rest on Sunday but then what is restful what will I be doing if I'm resting that's not work or vacuuming or what. How will I weave rest into yeah. my day and what are those habits that I have rest? And if I have rest, then you're like, well, then I'm more joyful as I go about things. But yeah, you, you're like Sporting. you're right. You have to like joy won't just happen. Like we won't roll downhill and feel joyful.
1: No. No, yes, that's so right. And I feel like you have to it's almost like a retraining, but but also this submitting to what what's your life and what you've been dealt. And, yeah, not desiring another life or why me or I think that just feeds that bitterness. I think it's just submitting to the challenges and your own limits and, mm-hmm. and then finding ways that you can, But the joy is there. Like it's just about retraining your your way of thinking, I think,
0: about it yeah like that it's so like my friend's like yeah it's like you have there are certain things that God's actually given to you to do and certain difficulties that you're like okay well he yeah. assigned these to me and then there's a whole heap of stuff that like he hasn't given to you mm-hmm. and you're like well that's that's never going to be my life or that's never going to be you know, so, I can't yeah. jump to the future and be like, well, I want to wish my life were that way. And I yeah. can't jump to the past and be like, I wish I was in this easier season. You're like, yeah. I've got responsibilities, but also limits.
1: Yeah. But- and just, yeah, don't let a moment pass that is wasted by, yeah, someone stealing your joy or even yourself. We're our moon. We are our sin and our, that gets in the way. But I think it's a fight worth, it's it's worth it, yeah. For the for the joy that you can have and just peace. I feel like that's true. I feel like I'm just learning that that's probably what
0: that means. So. There's something really true about that. That yeah, what you were saying about complaining for yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. when we were talking before, is just yeah. blowing my mind. Where I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, complaining, I could acknowledge that things are hard, but like yeah. complaining, I think will make me feel better. But mostly, it just digs it deeper in.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, Yep. Yeah. Nice. Tabs, mate. This is, I'm like, yeah, yeah, therapy for me. This is great. <laughs> okay. So tell me, what are your current game changes? So this might be a habit, a product, a hack, or a reframe of the way you look at a situation. It's taken me a long time. I'm, housekeeping doesn't come
1: naturally to me. Oh, good. Minute. Um, <laughs> it's something I've really had to um, observe and learn and accept that that's not something. That I I do very well, so I've shamelessly copied people over the years and what they do, and just asked them what they do and how they do it, and just done it because that's how I yeah that's how I roll. Like I just think if I can't do something again, can I can't change that? I don't do very well. I'm not a very good, probably very efficient or time manager, but I'm I'm learning. So yeah, over this past year, I've had off work. Yeah, had a chance to get a few more tricks up my sleeve so one of those is just clean one shelf the fridge every night
0: I have been thinking about this for weeks since you told me that.
1: <laughs> I know that people with clean fridges must do this <laughs> I didn't I know this it's not that because everyone's busy right no one has time but I know some people before they put food shopping away they'll clean the whole fridge out put everything in beautiful I don't usually do a huge food shop I don't usually Feel like I have the time to do that, so mm. I felt like I just need to be more disciplined in that. I say every night I do this one one shelf a night every night,
0: like I and it's, it. it's achievable. Yeah, the so fridge is like just clean. It's cleaner than it has been before. <laughs> I'm
1: actually doing something, <laughs> just well just, as opposed to nothing at all because it was just too overwhelming of a
0: yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how can I make this really small so yeah. I can have a win? Yeah, yeah. So that's probably my hack. Probably, yeah, famous. over the last year
1: I've had a bit more time and I've always wanted to do a sourdough starter. So that's also been a game changer in our house because at a on a whim I can whip up oh, pizza bases, English muffins, pancakes, Ooh, yeah. and obviously bread. That's just been a real life-giving little hobby, I guess, which has turned into something that, um, yeah, has been very, actually, really efficient in terms of spending money on food and trying to
0: yeah. be resourceful
1: with what we have and yeah, I guess I've learned too that to be to be resourceful and to be organized, you need time. Mm. I've never had that because for the you know good part of the last decade I've been having babies and working. Yeah. So working nights all weekend mostly and then with the kids during the week.
0: I'm like, yeah, and homeschooling and church. Yeah.
1: Cool. So I think I've i realized my limits and I think over the year that I've had more time, I was like, oh, oh that's that's all it needed. I just I was living a convenience kind of life, you know, like it's convenient to get online shopping. Mm-hmm. It's convenient just to I realised this year it was just a bit of extra time. I needed to mm-hmm. dive into those things a bit more. But it, yeah, I just needed to have a bit of a Picture, look at things, and just go. Oh, I can manage things a lot better in the home. I just just needed a chance to stop and think about it.
0: Yeah. Well, you need to stop and think for like better habits. You're like, oh, yeah. well, it takes a while it's to be like, you can't do it. Yeah, you're like, well, why is this not working? Because it's yeah. really not working. But you you need a wheel running, running, running. You just try to keep things going, and you're doing yeah. your best. Yes, yeah, so you're like, I'm feeding everyone. Everyone is fed. Yeah. Everyone is mostly clean most of the time. People have most of their things that they need. Some of the clothes are folded.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's actually not that I can't do it. So it's been really refreshing, actually, to go, oh, it's, okay. it's not me. <laughs> it's not even it like just a... this
0: lifestyle we were living where it was like, oh, Tabs, I, I take them out of school. They're just yeah. it's so busy. The fact that you did all of those things, that's amazing.
1: Oh, yeah, but we're all doing that. I want to squash any kind of idea that it's it's um, harder to hope school your kids because we're all, I think... What I'm learning is that people just send their kids. They send those kids to school because that's what you do, and that's what that's what we do. Yeah, but that's as purposeful and hard and and time consuming as as homeschooling your kids. It's just in a different way, I feel. And yeah, I just I love being able to sort of break that barrier between how we are educating our children. And rather than thinking about that, I I guess it's the end goal and and just being, there's no there's no one way is harder than another. I just, yeah, I really feel like. Like
0: everyone's got to educate the kids. Everyone's got to everyone's their kids. Everyone's responsible for their
1: children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. One way or another. Yeah. And you got to make, yeah, there's that like wonderful thing where you can make any choice, but then there's a terrifying thing where you can make any choice exactly. and it's your choice. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah you what are you doing when you feel most like yourself like this is what I was made to do like what makes you feel the most alive um being in my garden yeah yeah and most
1: recently um seed saving like to put something in the ground that's growing from seed to watch it like flourish and flower and give you so much joy and then to watch it die but just in a way that it doesn't die, but it just sort of dries. And I've found so much beauty in things being dried in the garden. I don't know. There's just this beautiful golden wheaty color in the garden that I just love. Mm. And, and then that's not the end of it. I'm getting to know how to say seed. It's something I would love to do more of, but again, it's just, if you've got time, but yeah, then to learn that that flower has dried and now it's produced its own seed and you can actually go and collect it and and then enjoy the beauty of it as a dried flower. Oh, it sounds ridiculous. No,
0: it's amazing. Like, and I think it's just an amazing analogy. Like, every time I'm, I was responsible for the houseplants, oh, so <laughs> when I went in the garden with Zach, who is much more consistent than I am. You like get to watch, you know, you're pruning, and you're like, oh, this is a great analogy. Like, you get pruned back, and oh, it comes back, it's or like yes. the new life, and you don't know when new life is going to start, but it just it comes out of the garden, and it's that was time, and then it goes, and you're like, that it, it's amazing. It, it honestly,
1: I feel like my I I just I'm in awe, and I'm in like I have this feeling of like just wonder, and it's I feel a form of worship, really when I'm just in, in something that God has blessed us with and we're stewards of it, it just feels so overwhelming to me that that is ours. Yeah, and I feel that as children, you have, like children, to watch them, they have this sense of wonder and curiosity and yeah. it's so beautiful to watch. And yet, like as an adult, I feel like I'm, I feel like, yeah, I've got that same wonder and curiosity still and it brings it sort of to the surface when I'm in the garden. Yeah, just like it's play. It, like it is. is yeah, it's it's just pure joy like I I'm just all I can do is just give thanks to the Lord and and it's just his glory is on full display and I just feel like that's for me I feel like that's a new form of worship just yeah, you know, touching yeah. and feeling and being in and
0: um and it's a gift because your children see you as well enjoying something, and I think that's a gift too. Yeah, it really is. You're like, I I know how to rest, and I know how to enjoy, and like, not everything has to be like bookwork or yeah. like that's just not yeah. life. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's and it's at the same time it's work. Like mm. you're saving seed for the new season, and there's this cyclical pattern which happens in the garden, which I desire for our own family almost.
0: Yeah, it's like that has been a really fun thing about like we have our vegetable garden, but saying like, oh, these are the winter vegetables and now like we get to eat this for a season and then it changes and we plant like the summer garden and this is what we eat in summer because we have like you know lots of now and like it's for everything's always available. You never get to learn seasons.
1: Yeah, and to go without for a bit and then have an abundance is this ebb and flow. And I feel like that is life just so clearly to me that there's sometimes an abundance and then very quickly you can be in a drought. <laughs> and and yeah, it can happen so quickly too. And that happens in the garden
0: well. It does. <laughs> like it's just it's a really great analogy for life. <laughs> I know. If you don't know this, how did you become a Christian?
1: My year two teacher did a devotion with an old kids devotion book on hell and it just frightened the life out of me. I remember being fearful at first mm-hmm. and then in a journey since then. Yeah. And I remember Christian still. Does God remember me? Like, did he remember that I said that prayer? And, um, oh, wow, well, my dad used to sing me this song, um, The Steps of a Good Man. And he's the one part that he wanted to emphasize for me was that though he falls, he won't be cast out. And I found that verse later in life in Psalm. And I wrote him a card to tell him how grateful I was for that, because it's true that though you fall or you might forget or you might wander, he doesn't forget and Yay. he he is always there, and yeah, I guess that was just a journey I had to navigate, obviously as a young child, but
0: it's so true though, like I mean I was tempted to think, well, if I have the right theology and I think all the right things, but it's not. You know, it's like who is the object of your faith in, and like you know, little kids, people with disabilities, yeah. people who have dementia—like they all have the same trust.
1: There's a verse in Romans that says, um, you know, "With your with your mouth you confess your faith, and in your heart you believe, and that's that's how you were saved. It's nothing else. It's not a word or a prayer, or it's not something you can do or say. It's in your heart that you believe, and with your mouth you confess." And you've done both those things. So to lead him to the Lord with the confidence that that's all it is. And I've written it next to his pillow on the wall so that any time you wake up at night and forget, that's that's it there. That's God's word telling you. It's all you need. And I think that it's so wonderful to be able to remember your fears and to bring God's word to that and see a child feel that. Yeah, comfort and truth, to know the truth that that's all it is.
0: Yeah, it's not anything that I I do or could provide, but it's just trusting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard thing, but that's why I've really tried to dig deep into God's word and to, to really be really diligent about reading God's word because – I feel like I want, when my kids ask me questions or give me their fears and doubts, I want it to be God's word that gives them the answers. I want to have God's words. I want to know the Bible well enough that I can just say, here's a verse for you.
0: Yeah. Because that's true. Yeah, I can pour it out when when it's needed. Yeah. It's there. I'm confident this is truth. And so that's what I want to be able to give
1: as answers
0: yeah so like in all of your like leeway and little bits of time like because I know that you memorize a lot of scripture
1: yeah I try to I think more now I try and just write a lot of scripture down I feel like that's one way of helps me to remember but um yeah it's something now that I I do more as a daily I've really just tried to make that something I do every day
0: so like is there a structure to that? Like you, or you just write down part of the verse that you're no, in
1: day? No, I'm using She Reads Truth. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a one-to-one with Katie. And um, it's been really wonderful to every day open God's Word. And they do them in series, but they are really very, very good.
0: Yeah, they're really hard.
1: Yeah, devotions. I would say they're devotions. But they just do. De- they you do lots of reading. You just go to the website and they've got all their s- series, uh, all their studies on there and you can get all of it for free.
0: Oh wow. Um, Are you ever listening to the podcast?
1: Yep. So they do the podcast as well. So there's like if it's a three week study, you'll get three podcasts, one per week. They just interview someone. Yeah. And talk about it. But yeah, I just love that it covers a lot of scripture. There's a bit of commentary on it it really is just a way to get you in the word every day and to be accountable to someone else, you know, like, it's, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's really good to just be able to chat about it. Yeah. I don't know. I find that's something that I don't want to do without anymore. I went a lot of years without reading the Bible every day or, you know, most days Yeah, and just thinking that, you know, there's not time, but I sort of figure like this is not something I can do without anymore.
0: Yeah, you're like I'm, I want I'm desperate enough. I like, want if, it. if this is the most important thing, yeah. Then like, yeah, you're like, how do I reflect that? How do I yeah. show that? Because this is what every, if this is the foundation, like that needs to be strong.
1: Yes. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're spot on. Yeah. If you want to have that in your speech and on the tip of your
0: tongue, like you have to be in it, don't you? Yeah. And if you're gonna like, yeah. I don't know, like you were telling me, like stop complaining or like, <laughs> not. No, say. you did not say to me stop F-Y-L-O complaining. L-O no, no, you not. were like. I mean, it's a fun hobby of mine. I like to complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how would I, like, would I stop complaining but, like, also lament? But, like, I wouldn't just stop complaining just because I thought it was a, a nice idea. No. Like, I'd have to have a really good, yeah. like, well, you know, this is what I think about God and, like, yeah. the whole thing. Maybe you'd have to really have a good, <laughs> yeah. like, yes, resource or reason, you yeah. so, know, maybe.
1: Yeah, and I think you need to tap into that that life source. It's all day long because I, I feel like the minute you step away from it, you're like, oh, I'm open to all that nonsense again. What else am I doing in my day? Worship songs verses on the fridge, speaking it in a in a storybook to my child or, you know, it's children's devotions sometimes are the most convicting. Yes.
0: I really love that. It's like here are all the little things. Like I'm not too yeah. good to not do any of these things. Like I can learn something from a kid's storybook yeah. or a kid's song or yeah. like Writing a piece of scripture on my wall, you're like just literally anything. Constant reminders through your day. Actually, to I think bring you, back. you might have told Pip that and I got that from Pip because she was writing on her walls. Oh, yeah. Right, on her windows and then like, I went out and bought a paint pen. Oh, so yeah. Like, Pip doing it. And I was like, it's a Yeah, because my my is grumpy. Fancy. So who is someone who's encouraged or inspired you in Christian walk?
1: I would say it was a particular ministry that has been really – just encouraging, and that's the Highways for Life ministry that runs on a Saturday once a
0: month. I just learned that you did this. Michelle Spencer told me. Yeah. Oh, like only very recently.
1: Yeah, it kind of, I started a couple of years ago because I wanted to get my kids in the community doing something of a volunteering nature, and if they were not doing it, at least they were watching me do it and yeah. I was dragging them along <laughs> to watch. But I I felt like there was a lot that we could give as a, as a, you know, just a once a month sort of thing. And Michelle, she suggested highways for life.
0: What does that involve?
1: So it's women from the community meeting together and learning life skills together. Um, but something that happens in ministry, it's it's crazy. But you rock up thinking I'm I'm here to help or what can I do? And you end up walking away being filled and blessed more than you can like I just walk away thinking. I feel like I'm just taking from these people because they just give me so much. And it's not anything particular, but for me, when my mum passed, I felt like there was this gap in my life of that age, that next age up of pe- women who'd passed the little kid stage. Hmm. Just they've lived life longer. That naturally gives you wisdom. It's not that you're smart or that you've done anything incredibly you know, wise. It's just that you've lived a life. And there are women that attend, not a huge bunch, but we get together and they just talk about life and circumstances and we do hardships and there are different hardships at that stage of life to be, yeah, to be able to speak with them and hear their stories. It is needed and it's been a real inspiration to me about being around people of multiple ages, Mm -hmm. women especially, like be present in women's lives, young and old, and it just, yeah, it works. It's a huge blessing. Yeah, that ministry has been amazing.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, with Playgroup, just having the older ladies come along, we're like just getting to talk to them about, like, their lives. It's It's a blessed.
1: Yeah. It's like it's a privilege to hear their story,
0: to hear that, or just
1: to be around someone that's been on the earth longer. Done all the things, nothing more, nothing special usually. It's just in the mundane.
0: Doesn't you like remain faithful where yeah. they are? You're like, you you made it through that rally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they still show up. And some of their hardships you wouldn't even know because you just think, oh, they're faithful and they show up and they they're they're always so kind with their words and generous. And but they've been through some some things and you just
0: wouldn't even know. Yeah, like I knew a lady. So Sally Starkey's run Thursday Morning Women at Providence and yeah. she was like, um, beautiful little old ladies don't just happen. No. So true. <laughs> I like, love that. It's just really easy to roll downhill and be like bitter and cynical yeah. and grumpy and just get more so as you get old. Yep. So you're like, oh, yeah, you'd have to, if you're going to be a joyful little old lady, you got to fight for it. If the grumpy ones are inspiring, <laughs> to get up and show up every
1: day through everything you've been through, that. I find it amazing because life is really
0: difficult. Yeah. I think that's, there's something in that, just hearing other people's stories. Like, yeah, yeah how did you, you did that. Okay. So if you did that, I could do that. That's I could like, going. Yeah. And I
1: feel like the Bible often, you know, it talks about that. And it's the way, yeah, family groups work and how communities work and mm-hmm. that's how church works. It's how God's body
0: works. But so many people, like, don't have that. Like, they don't have, you know, like, so many people, jail. like, don't have community or, like, Yeah. seeing how other people have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like so it's, most... it's a
1: blessing to be a part of something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: And to be able to give and take in one space is pretty incredible too. That one time you can be fulfilled, and then the next minute you're filling someone else's cup. Like, I just think it's a really great. Yeah environment a great culture and God ordained it
0: <laughs> yeah like that is, that are the best those are the best ministries you're like yeah, yeah if I could just if I was just the one giving all the time then I would be like yeah I just think I'm super great and like yeah you know just grow in my own like, and yeah. in my own kingdom but you're like oh sometimes I rock up and everything's going terribly and other people look after me yeah but then So what's something that God taught you through a hard season or suffering that you don't think you would have learned otherwise? Like what did you learn about God?
1: Definitely through losing my mum I think was something I would say was really hard and then certain stages of my marriage were really hard, losing another parent recently. I feel like God definitely goes back to acknowledging what is within my limits and what is not that God is ultimately in control accepting that submitting to his will and and things that come along in life for the things that i can't change and to do the things that i can to work on the things that i can change it's one thing the other one is gratitude for sure it has been fighting for joy and i think in fighting for joy you actually you can defeat bitterness complaining and, you know, this feeling of being a victim or, yeah, or actually having joy stolen from you because you're in this state of grieving or, and, and yeah, like obviously you experience those feelings, not to dismiss them but to also alongside them be choosing to be grateful and work on the things that you can It sounds so harsh, but yeah, just accepting that there are some things I just can't change in life. So I don't want to waste one moment of this life that I've been given for however long I've got it, being bitter or unhappy. And I think that's that's something I'm still working on for sure.
0: Yeah, so you get get to choose how you respond.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God's given us all the tools um, in His Word, and so I think drinking from that
0: life-giving source every day helps you to do that in a way yeah yeah you're like i can choose minute by minute like how i respond but like if my intake is scripture yeah then what that's what's going to come out like is it yeah it's like out of the abundance of his heart yes. when his mouth speaks yeah it's on my laundry wall <laughs> I'm like, well, well, if, that. well no, if it frequently comes out of my mouth is stupid, then, like, well, what is the intake that I have? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, if if folly comes out of my mouth and, like, you know, stupid things come out of my mouth and I talk a lot, well, I have to think about, well,
1: what are my inputs? Yes, and, like, Hannah Anna Lacroix, right, um, mm. that review, on review, she did a whole, what, did, what do you even call that? Um, but she amazing. did that study on that book. And that. Mm, on that Yeah. And then the way she summarised it, it, was just something in there that really struck me and I was, it is so true that sin doesn't start when you've actually, like when you do the sin. Sin started when you were distracted from the source of life, when you were distracted yeah. from, you know, when, when you walked away from his word and, and it's so true. That's why you need constant daily, like all through your day reminders because the minute you walk away from your quiet time, you
0: you are prone to sin, like the, prone to wonder. Yeah, it's, that, it's that James verse, you know what I mean, where it's like, oh, it starts, oh, like I'm going to mangle it, like yep. it starts with that really little thing and then you're looking at this other yes. thing and then it's like growing inside you and then at a certain point, like, and then it gives birth to death and you're like, oh, oh right, you're like, because I've been nurturing this. I've been yes. nurturing this like resentment and this grudge and then like it comes out in my words or like I've been nurturing like things I shouldn't know look at or think about. But like it, it all mm-hmm. starts with what your intakes are.
1: It's so true, and and you know that verse in Deuteronomy, That's
0: you know when you get up and when
1: you sit down and when you walk along the way, and it gets quoted a lot. But it is so true that if you if you are reminding yourself constantly through the day, and like we're all going to walk away, that that's where sin starts. And I yeah. loved loved how she worded that, and it just really. I really feel that that's that is true
0: yeah and I like that because like I would be tempted to look at you and be like well you know you're so busy I'm like you don't have time for that because like you know, you're homeschooling and you have four kids and you're a nicer you but I love that you're like the way I get through this yeah is just coming back to scripture yeah like I you know I'm not too big Absolutely. you know I'm not too busy for any of these ways like I will learn yeah through the littlest way like something on my wall something I'm talking to my kid about like yeah 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 and like I haven't wanted to do all
1: those things all those years that's not something but I've I feel like long ago I just accepted it you know when you're in a marriage there's these expectations like you'll work he'll she'll work we will have this many kids or that many Hmm. and you're constantly, your expectation is constantly being challenged because you're like, Oh, well I thought you would do this and I thought you would do the dishes at night. And now I'm going (laughs) to the washing and you never do the, and you go to work at like, it's a funny thing, but it's really taught me like early on. I was like, okay, do I want to be, do I want to live this life where I'm constantly fighting or do I just submit myself and accept those things and do, do them to my 100% best and, and with full, you know, trust that the Lord has got got it all. And so I haven't always wanted to work and homeschool and, like, uh, yeah. But uh, I thought, imagine if I lived all those years, like, dragging my feet and, like, just being unhappy about it. And then I, I think, well, no, because, like, last year I lost my job, not out of something that I wanted, but mm. then I could look back and I was like, every time I went to work, I just thought, Every, it was funny. Like every time I would drive out the driveway, the kid's crying, I'm half asleep, like how am I going to get through the night? I would think, oh, imagine if this was my last shift. And then then I'd be like, oh, I should have just been happy about it. I could have just been happy about it <laughs> and been like, yeah, yeah, I get to leave the house, you know, I get to talk to some of my other nurses and talk about something. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's coming back. Like you can change the way you see something. And I, and I looked back thinking, man, I just went to work and I just gave it my all. And so now I haven't got my job and I'm not unhappy about it because I enjoyed it.
0: Like I just gave it my all and now it's gone. So, yeah. It's funny. Like, yeah, I remember having this job, I had like six months. Like I'd got out of child protection and then I was like work, I'd got a job at the Midland Programs, Unit. You know? Yeah. And I was like, you know, just this crazy job. We go out to Wurrulu, run for it, give out stickers, whatever. And I spent, I reckon, the solid six months worrying. I'm like oh, this job is so great, but when I'm going to have to leave. I'm going to have to go back to child protection. This the convent's going to finish. What if I have to go here? What if I this other thing happens and I'll have to go there? And, like, I just ruined. I ruined a really good Aww. job. Yeah. And, like, I look back now and then I'm like, you know, fool, I'm like, what an idiot. You <laughs> know, I like regret, I like look back at the past. But I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's easy to do where you're like, right, yeah. just being like, this is a gift. Wow, I got out of this really stressful job and now I get this really yeah. chill job and I should just enjoy being here. Yeah. Like I
1: wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can have something can steal your joy. Yeah. Having lost a few people in my life and almost losing and working with people who died often, like often ICU patients mm. don't survive. Yeah. Um, so pretty morbid, morbid thing. But to see people pass from this life, there's an urgency about every day to yeah. just, you know, face it. And that's something I've learned a
0: lot: is that life can just be stolen from you yeah. or taken from you. I, don't know, I, like, I actually didn't know. Like I knew vaguely that your mum had died, but I didn't know. Like, how old were we you when your mum? Oh
1: yeah, so 2014. So it was eight or nine years ago now. Oh okay. no, nine. Yeah, it's
0: 2023.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was her ninth anniversary just recently. She, um, yeah, we to her. and it was a five week. From diagnosis to passing.
0: Oh, whoa.
1: Yeah. And it was really sudden, unexpected. So that was really hard.
0: How old were you? I was oh, was
1: Pregnant with Archer So that was. Like, he was. Yeah, I was 20. Hang on. What are we now? I'm 35. 27. 28. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's really. Yeah,
0: really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I, yes. I distinctly remember her saying to me, because her. Her mum passed at 65 and she was, I think, 55 when she passed. And I remember oh. when her mum died, she said, oh, she's only 65. Like, she's too young. To, like, that's too young. And I remember thinking, oh, mum, you died at 55. So I remember saying to my family, I was like, right, you've got till I'm 45.
0: <laughs> you're living hard and you're like, you've got to 45.
1: Yeah, actually, for a little while um, I, I actually felt like there was such a void in my life. From being loved so so deeply by my mum. She really put herself in in our lives constantly. I remember thinking, I'm not going to love my family that much because if I was to die, I'd leave too much of a gap, too much of a void. So I dealt with that for a couple of years and obviously that's not cool. <laughs> that that's not gonna apply in any family. But yeah, I had to I had to really let that out because I thought, oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna go around leaving a big void in people's lives, you know, if I love them.
0: Too, too much. much, yeah. The problem, yeah. like I will hurt them. Yeah, yeah I will too hurt, much I'll them hurt too much. I love them so well. Like then, I don't want to hurt so badly when I go. But yeah, how do you dig yourself out of that? Like that's that was a turning point. I
1: got stuck into my word a lot, and um gratitude got me through that a lot because yeah, and just just acknowledging that there's so much out of our control, but there are so many things that are so sure. And, like, my mum was a Christian. So, yeah, I, I thought, well, I can't change it. I can't change that if I'm taken early either or if, if a loved one is. You just can't. So that doesn't mean you don't love people because imagine if Jesus <laughs> did that. Like, I'm not going to love these people because, you from know, dust. they're sinful. They're from dust. Yeah, that's right. Go, and I don't. Actually, that's written on my fridge. There's a verse in Psalm that said God remembers that we're just dust. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you for remembering that I'm just dust.
0: Thank you, because. <laughs> yeah. That, like, knows, yeah. Um, yeah, so costly, even though you are dust. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And so, sorry, I didn't. Was it your dad that died recently? No, so we... my father-in-law. So we. Um... Oh, yes, I did know about that. Was yes, I'm Yeah. 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 So
1: he we were on holidays and we got a phone call to say that he'd had a stroke and that he was going to be flown to Perth because they lived down south. Yeah. Um then I guess being an ICU nurse, people often ask you for for advice. But mm. yeah, I just remember my mother in law. There's they've actually said there's nothing they can do. What what do you think? And I just I just yeah, I just remember from that moment I knew, oh, I can lose him. Yeah. So yeah. Spoke to the doctors, and we flew off to the hospital. Left our kids at the holiday park with some friends, and went and said goodbye.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was really sudden.
0: What's a word of encouragement you can offer to a woman listening who might be walking through a similar season?
1: Yeah. Uh, be present in the moment. Accept what you can't change. Lift your eyes. Lift your eyes to the hills, from where your help comes from. Maker of heaven, oh, I love no. that verse. Anyway, lift, lift your eyes to the one who is and was and is to come. I've wrote this down. Look back to the miracles of old, like the God of the Israelites who brought them through the Red Sea. I mean, that's yeah. Psalm seventy seven. We had that walk on that in the women's event, and it's it's amazing. It says, you know, in your t- darkest times, look back, look back to the miracles of the bible i mean we're blessed to live in this time where we can we have scripture and we have all these amazing miracles where god just showed up so in such a powerful way and let yeah. that spur you on like that is the god that you serve
0: yeah and like yeah i'm inspired that like i am it's for that's a stupid word but like no i'm very i like how you're just like i'm going to fight. Like, this yeah. could be my last day, but, like, if this was my last day, this is the way I would want to spend it. This is the way.
1: Yeah. And I feel like we, we're we all in a, personally, I feel like I'm constantly in this state or this feeling of of need or I can't do it all. Mm. You know, like yes. that is a common
0: feeling. Oh, yeah, I feel like that all the time. Um, I can do all of these things. Who is responsible for all of this?
1: And I think now, instead of trying to keep up and mm, do all the things. Yeah. I think I, I was writing down that it's not something I try to change now, but rather I feel it's God's way of constantly showing me the reality of being a sinner. That my hope is he keeps showing me that he's able. He is there and he will be strong when I'm weak. And if I stray from this and start feeling like I've got it. I feel like it's actually God's grace showing me very quickly that I don't in some other area. I feel like immediately he'll just show me, actually, no, you don't, you don't have this. And I feel like it's his grace rather than him not being there or him leaving me or forsaking me. I feel like that's him showing up, constantly showing me.
0: I've got this you will never have it even when you feel like you do you yeah don't and you like you know that ditch you're like yeah I'll end up thinking like yeah I can do this and I can hustle and I've got this
1: yeah and I feel like more and more I'm learning to submit myself to that and just yeah find rest in that place of not trying to ever keep up or have it all done just quit trying that now yeah. I, I will try my best every day <laughs> And I'll work really hard, but I'm okay with it not all, all being okay because I know that's – I actually don't want that feeling because that's an element of control that I don't want. I'm like And It's okay. false hope.
0: Yeah, because at the end of it you're like, oh, then I will feel contented and yes. then I will feel joyful if I work yes, hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, what you're saying is like there is joy here today if I look for Yeah. It. And, like, I don't have to do all of the things yeah. because God has it. So actually, yeah. yeah, I can enjoy being in my garden and I can enjoy – yeah. saving seeds and yeah being kicked by my top lot like exactly it's okay to
1: not do I I struggled with not being able to do everything well I was doing lots of things but nothing I felt like I was doing really well I just had okay. to give that up to the Lord too and just be like this is this is my cup so to speak like this is what you've given me mm. and I will do my best in each of these areas that's that's all I can do and, and I think that that's all God expects from us is that we'll be faithful yeah. to him in each of those areas and whether we like it or not. I feel
0: that. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm doing everything a little bit badly sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm doing lots of things, but kind of like just a little bit badly. No. <laughs> oh, you know, what has God actually given me to do? And what is like, yeah, someone told me that like priority actually until very recently only meant like the most important thing, whereas now we're like priorities. But you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, that good. I'm like, I like, if it. the priority is like yeah god you're know, like christ is King, like, yep yeah Well, how does that look in the everyday yeah which is yeah again you just enjoying what god's given you yeah just doing a little bit a little bit yeah yeah well i'm going to, need to think about this
1: oh thank you for chatting
0: that with me you
1: inspire me all the time you're amazing it's an absolute honor to be here. I've well. had
0: hard job being so I'm inspirational. Yeah, but, you know, I'm just pretty humble. I'm so super cool. great. Good to stop you. And who would you like to nominate for this next?
1: I'd like to nominate Katie Prince. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I've been waiting to say that the whole podcast.
1: Because? Oh, I just find her. I find her interesting, inspiring. She's things that I would like to be consistent is one of them her walk with the lord is it's my desire to be um, oh yeah yep she um some of the things i learned along the way of having read the bible with her for now i think it's been a year really yeah it's just been really amazing to see the fruit of her journey and her dedication to the word and yeah Aww. yeah the fruit from that is, is really inspiring It's really
0: beautiful. Yeah, so I'd love to know more about you, Katie. Thanks for joining us, friend. If you would like to support the podcast, please text it to a friend, share it on social media, get it in front of women in Perth Southeast who would love chats about books, and food and what we're learning about God through Heart Season. You can also support the Sunday Morning Snuggle by rating and reviewing it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help women find us. For essays, curated fun links, and notifications of new episodes, check out the Sunday Morning Snuggle substack.com.